Another week? Wow. You know, that I, I have <laughs> one been... Of, one of our better intros, I should say. Another week. Another week. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. all we got. Um, We're killing it already. I will have to say that, like, mm-hmm. this episode has been one I've been excited about oh my God. since I don't know how long. Uh, since I last smiled, mm-hmm. maybe. All I can say is that I did not have a sour taste in my mouth about this. Oh, nice. Good job. Um, <laughs> but Simon, before we go into bringing in our guest and, mm-hmm. and mentioning our, the album, yeah. how have you been? Well, Aaron, you know, just this weekend, um, I and a group of fully grown gay men attended a birthday party that was Euphoria themed. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> What a... anyone who is anyone was there? I'll just say. Well, it was a real who's who. I mean, our guest me. wasn't there, so I... <laughs> well, she doesn't count, you know. Oh, <laughs> dig yourself in that hole, girl. Dig yourself sure. in that hole. I meant like you know, gay men. Mm. Yeah, you well, know? there were girls there. I didn't see them, mm. and they weren't lesbians, which I don't care about. What if, I what I will say though is that it is hard, mm. like. Guys' outfits for Euphoria yeah. are so boring. Yeah, like yeah. a Euphoria-themed party almost makes you have to kind of dress femme in yeah. in whatever way. Like yeah. there really mm-hmm. isn't. You're either uh, Nate's dad with the head damage and uh, the dick out, and the dick out, or you're basically you know useless. Jules. You're useless. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Ju- I <laughs> I almost went as Jules, but then you I was have. like. I just didn't want to wear that to the bar. <sighs> yeah. I if get if it. I knew I, I wasn't going to be going out afterwards, I would have totally like if stuck, I re- with, stuck my guns <laughs> with my costume. If I, I remember correctly, there was a Jules who looked great who then changed halfway through the party into regular clothes. So yeah. I don't know. Is that really like committing? I, I mean, think, I, I think say it is. either wear it the whole time or just well, what's the point? Well, Simon, what? How far did you go with your outfit? Actually, I went really far. Initially, my planned outfit, not very far. When I was in the moment, in the episode of Euphoria, because that's what being at that party felt like. Really? Okay. Then, I honestly forgot where I was going with that. What was you, that? you felt, you somehow changed Oh, my character, head. thank you. I acquired a denim jacket at the party and just wore it kind of on my shoulders. You can picture that, right? I can picture it, sure, Uh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I made my character, my season three character, um, whose name was Cheyenne, and they're a refugee from the Ukraine. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my, it's like a foreign exchange slash refugee sad story. So they're really trying to touch the pulse similar to (laughs) the morning show. Absolutely. Culture, I'm here on the pulse. Exactly. It's going to be very woke. Well, I cannot wait for season three (laughs) and to see whether or not um, you were just, uh, your character shows up. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You know, um, one of the people on that show was cast via Instagram. So my plan is... Who? Who? Um, her, her name is Faye. She's like a kind of side bit character. But she's oh, incre- yeah. I love Faye. With the big lips. Incredible. We love Faye. Honestly. And we, icon. We, we didn't know if we liked her until the final episode. Oh, and she did the right thing. She did the right thing. Anyways, she was cast via Instagram. So my plan was just like, go right into Drake's DMs and be like, hey, I got to pitch for you. Drake? Why Drake? He's an exec producer on the show. 
Oh. Yeah. So just slide in, say, hey, Cheyenne's this character, go from there. And I'd probably get cast. You know, um, I hope you do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Simon, who, who do we have here today? Oh my God. Well, you've had the pleasure of hearing her not once on the pod, but twice. It kind of feels like it's deja vu. Oh, <laughs> Aaron, you're on fire. Mm. I'm fire today. That's host of the year material. Anyways, um, we have a repeat third guest with us. Do you give us some of the credits here? Um, Credits are PhD. Um, Say that again. Credits are moving to um, music capital of the world, Mm -hmm. aka it's gotta know music. Credits Mm -hmm. are, um, I think, my favorite um, podcast guest of last season at the um, the Prairie Awards. (laughs) The Prairie Awards. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I can't. I, I cannot remember if you got something the first year or two, but I feel like it definitely would have been like favorite one of the favorite podcasts as well. It's likely. Um, and so much more. Um, mm-hmm. One of our favorite lesbians in here in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. soon to be leaving, Kelsey Full. Welcome back. Hi. Thanks for having me. She's back, back, back again. Uh, feels good. Feels, feels like good. Home. Feels right. Feels like home. Feels right. Kelsey, what have you been up to since the last time we talked? Oh, goodness, so much. Well, we're moving to Nashville, mm-hmm, which yep. is exciting. Yeehaw. Haven't packed a box, but you know. <sighs> Me. Hugo, like, he's moving to Chicago at, at the end, like, in, like, end of June. Oh, yeah. And he is like, oh, I've been packing, and I've been getting rid of things, and, like, he's I moving. Mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was trying <sighs> to introduce him to some eligible bachelors at my going away party. Yeah, how'd that like, go? I'm not interested in men. No. <laughs> I said, Okay. <laughs> I appreciate... Good job, yeah, Hugo. Yeah, He said, I only want to talk to people that I'm not going to see again. No, I guarantee... Like, literally, that guy is... Yeah. He's he's fallen in love. He's he's going to be, like, literally, next week, he's going to be in love. Absolutely. Be Here or in Chicago? Here. Oh, Like, yeah. literally, I don't think he knows how to control his, like, his it's desire hard. to go straight into, like, I think this is the one. Well, he has a big heart. He oh, does. Yeah. I this love is, him. This is a movie. Mm. This is a movie script. Like here. before he leaves. Yes. Oh. Absolutely. Like I can, I can see it. Yeah. And then he has his like. Just his, when you think your yeah. life is about yeah. to change. As Troy Sivan once said, not Troy Sivan. Sorry. <laughs> As Troy Bolton once said, his head was in the game, but his heart was in the song. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's some original. In this in this case. Yeah. HSM. HSMS. BDSM. The musical, the series. Which, Kelsey, by the way, season two, not very good. But did you see that Olivia Rodrigo is going to be back for season three? I did see that. Hmm. Interesting career choice. Mm-hmm. She's probably contractually obligated. She, she definitely yes. is. Yes. But she was able to negotiate a recurring role, meaning not every episode. Oh, oh good, good for, for her. her. Girl boss. Yeah. Girl boss. Yeah. I think, I mean, the thing is, is the hard part is, is if you can like negotiate, she's going to be more more there when she is there mm-hmm. you know what i yeah. mean yeah like Absolutely. a lot of times like she could she, she could be checked there. out and yeah. like what, yeah. what she gonna do like yeah. just she's gonna make it miserable for everyone and Ugh. this is like a good probably now i have a question for you those disney stars like olivia mm-hmm. do you think when they're negotiating that contract she's there in like a, a power blazer no. um running no you know no. not at all no crap um, top oh and and flared but, jeans, but definitely leading the meeting, right? Not no, like her no. team. No, she's doing. like she's doing the like I'm on my phone and I'm too busy. 
Okay. Dis- I mean, okay. disconnectedness. Sure. That would be my move. Okay. How about you, Erin? Her personality to me is very passive, very awkward, very, I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't feel like her agent would probably want her to be doing too much of a speaking. Absolutely. Not. Yeah. She has to be unavailable. Yeah. But not from like the unavailable side, more from like the, I don't want to say Britney Spears liability of it all, but like mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't want Britney to be like negotiating a contract either. Mm-hmm. You'd want to like, I feel like those are not parallels. They're not parallels <laughs> at all. They're not. But I'm just saying, like, it's not a, it's not an attitude thing. It's right. more of a, like, I don't know how, like, business girl. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I told my agent what I want, okay. and my okay. agent's going okay. to figure it out, and I'm going to sit there going, like, twiddling my thumbs a little bit. Honestly, that'd be me if I were a celeb. I don't want to be bothered by the numbers, baby. Mm-hmm. Will I absolutely have a manager who embezzles all my money and there's a movie made about it? Yeah. I mean, of, but of have course. you watched like The Dropout or Inventing Anna? Oh my God. This is all about women like being uh, in the power role. Okay. So I watched a 10 minute clip about uh, Inventing Anna or like what? Uh-huh. Oh, wait, wait, was it Anna? Is that it... was the Shonda Rhimes one, mm-hmm. Inventing Anna. It's I'm talking about the one where it's the, the girl that like pretended that she was rich An and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's her. Yeah. That's her, Anna Delphi. Yeah. Which. Honestly, yeah. I watched the the six minute clip and I was like, I feel like I got enough. It's so good, you gotta watch it. <laughs> okay, here's my thing. It's binge worthy. Here's my thing, Shonda Rhimes shows. I just can't do them. Really? I can't do them. Same. They Same. drive me crazy. I don't know. It's just so ridiculous to me. Okay. I always feel like the first season of a Shonda Rhimes show is spectacular. Or little Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Second Action. season, still probably spectacular, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. then it starts to turn into like, how do I top the last season? Well, like how seven do I... people died in a row and like the same person is yeah. responsible for all the deaths and that person is a main character. Yeah. They're in love with the other main character and yeah. they have right. this, it's too complicated. I just, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's it just, lot. I mean like, how to get away with murders and other great examples. Oh my God, so that bad. one, I just listened to it because my boyfriend at the time was watching it. I was like, this is cuckoo bananas. What? It's so good. Like what? I love she, it all. She I would be great. Great limited series. No. But don't give her like a no end date. Listen, sure. I just watched, rewatched every episode of Grey's. Oh that God. ever was. How Rewatched long, them all. How long, long did, did it take, take you? I mean, how long was the pandemic? <laughs> a long, still, a long time. Still going, babe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, kind of, uh, I hope not. Pandemic. So maybe like a maybe. Wait, 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 I mean, seventeen wait. seasons. That's of so Sh- long. Of wait, 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 wait. Um, yeah. Just like, um, just gives um, just weather. I think we have yeah. to have bopper yeah. flop pandemic. Oh, oh. oh. Kelsey, you are, from my understanding, you are, a, your like degree is kind of a little bit tied into pandemics. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. No? To some. Some? To some. Okay. What to do you mean? To a S-U-M? To a some. To S-O-M-E. Well, explain more because I... So I'm an epidemiologist. Which we're in an epidemic. Or is that a pandemic? Or those different things? We're in things? a pandemic. But I don't do infectious disease. So I don't, like, as I say, I don't do COVID because I just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But, but, but fair. Mm-hmm. That's probably it. So you, 
and that's so been I'm the end of aware. Thought for Flat Pandemic. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's this a is a great, great new commercial segment. break. <laughs> that's a great new segment. I can't wait for next week. The cool thing is that no one knew what an epidemiologist was until mm. 2020. Right. And now people are like, I still don't know how to spell it or say it, but I kind of know. Mm. I could I could tell there was a change in you around that time. Yeah. You got a little cockier. Yeah, with I the, did. Yeah, the attention Handing out my getting. business cards at Kickball. Citizen researcher. A little here. Okay? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, anyways, that's why I hadn't seen Inventing Anna. We're going back to that's that. Fair, that's fair. In the second one, the dropout. Yeah. I couldn't get through the first episode. Okay. But. I do have good intelligence that episode four um, picks up. It's about it, that is a standalone episode that is good that yeah. you can watch. Yeah, 100%. The just investing one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just watch that one. Okay, so maybe I'll watch that episode. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't. I'm okay. just going to be okay. honest. Okay. I won't. All That's right. fine. fine. I'll, I'll make him watch this weekend. Okay. We'll report mm. back. We'll report. Well, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. we will. Who knows? Okay. Um, so, Kelsey, the the last two artists that you, uh, you came on the pod for. Um, yeah. Katy Perry, who we know you're a kitty cat. Kitty cat. Um, and Olivia Rodrigo. Those are both artists that you um, you probably had not as long of a history with. Yeah. We might have just brought you on, you know, kind of last minute, hey, we're doing this album. For Katy? Yeah. Olivia, yeah. we wanted you. Like, that was <laughs> oh, like absolutely. an easy, obvious, <laughs> like, no way in hell. Yeah. But I, I want to ask first and foremost... How has it been? Uh, have you listened to Katie? Have you listened to Olivia? What's it been like since? Yeah, I haven't listened to Katie. She has a new song that's actually really good. Wait, okay. I have listened to that. Yeah, yeah, yep. New- and I like her Gap ads. I'm weirdly behind them. Oh god, the Gap I'm, ads! I know I can't help, but I'm a sucker for the Gap ads. I don't see ads, so oh. I don't like. <laughs> Yeah, well, she is. She is really us cousins. Uh, we watch normal TV. <laughs> She's really uh, already to the sellout phase of her career. Yeah, she is. I did watch her on Truly. American Idol, though. I, like, I watched like yeah. what I mean by that is I watched a clip on YouTube through the algorithm. It showed up. Yeah. God love that algorithm. Yeah. And it was this gal covering applause, and she did a really good job on it. But okay. like. Yeah. First time seeing Katie, Katie Perry in that seat, and I was like, one, she's middle seat. She's like the Simon Cowell. She mm-hmm. gets like mm-hmm. center stage. Wow. But then two, she was just kind of like, almost just with the attitude of, I'm collecting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Oh, same. Not in, not in me like with, a... Me with this podcast, am mm-hmm. I right? Not, not like with the sunglasses on kind of thing, like still participating, but like does not give a fuck and interrupts yeah. things. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So she's the negative one. I she's she brings the attitude. Well, does anyone watch that know. show? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's in season what forty nine. Yeah, it's worse uh, than Grey's Anatomy. Absolutely. Well, Grey's is, is trying to catch up. Right. Oh, well, they'll get there. <laughs> they'll get there eventually. Grey's Anatomy, more like Gay's Anatomy. More like Gay's. Well, but, they do have like a transgender character. They have they've like really, oh. and actually, yeah. just to like give credit to Grey's where it's gotta due, give credit. Babe. They had a lesbian cast member like before lesbians were on TV they okay. had a gay cast okay. member you know right. props, so props very that. very um, diverse cast and we're talking yeah. like 17 seasons ago so <laughs> long time yeah people. we're I talking mean, like early 17 2000s. years yeah so I mean I appreciate that going era, back you know? yeah going oh, and now it's back but going back and watching Grace from the beginning made me really appreciate its roots mm. okay I stand that 
Okay. I That's think so I good. could probably watch the first couple seasons oh, of Grey's so because Shonda Rhimes' or season like shows are so good for the first mm-hmm. couple seasons. Yeah. And Sandra Oh, right? Oh, yes. Who is like oh, one of the first like Killing prominent Asian American actresses. Yes. Right. Like, she have an she Emmy yet? Phenom- I think for Killing Eve. Well, I hope so. She's been she better. Definitely. She better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's phenomenal. So good. Yes. Um, so we first, we first, <laughs> but, but covered, back to music. We covered Katie right. on right. to Olivia. Yes. Uh, do I you still list- stand with Bop for that album? Oh, a hundred, a hundred. Album of the yeah. year. I've listened to it multiple times since. I feel very fondly about it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can't say enough. Our, um, question for both of you. Are you planning on watching Olivia's, um, Disney Plus movie oh. that's kind of like a making of the Sour album? I didn't um, know it existed. That's a really good question. I hadn't even considered it until now. We can watch I it together. I don't... Virtually. Virtually. I don't... Share play by Apple. I don't know if I want to watch Olivia just talk. Oh. I think I... You, just say it as like respectfully as I can. What I'm really hoping it is, is I'm hoping it's similar to... Have either of you seen Taylor Swift's Folklore Long Pod Sessions on Disney Plus? Um, I've I've avoided those. It like it was one is one single thing, but like it was super great because he said sessions plural. I'm, he I'm, he I was did. With you. He did. She she talked about um, each song and like kind of like how she came to mm-hmm. it, like what the writing process was and like the themes, etc. And then she plays the song, mm-hmm. and then she talks about it again with like Jack Antonoff and um, Aaron Dessner. Mm-hmm. And it's, I actually really, really enjoy it. It's, I also enjoy, like, I think all of Disney's um, music films that they've been doing, they did one with, they did that one, but they also did one with, with Billie Eilish for Happier Than Ever. I just love, like, concert films, or, like, mm-hmm. I love that they're playing the album beginning to end, mm-hmm. live, or, like, kind of in... Um, You're, like, their prime customer. A visual yeah. one. You are. Yeah. Because, like, I, I enjoy listening and understanding like how they came to it but i also just enjoy putting it on in the background it's it's a visual that if right. you if you look up it's there but it's also good music for the background okay now that i think about it i don't think i've seen any kind of movie like, like that making of yeah really i don't think i have because they're all coming to me now. When you mentioned those two, I could think of like five more mm-hmm. off the top of my head. I'm like, I haven't watched any of those. Jonas Brothers, the 3D concert experience. Uh, yes, I definitely Are these have all that. Disney Plus features? <laughs> well, Jonas Brothers was actually like way long ago. Oh. Like very long ago. Okay. Relatively way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still, I still have it on. Uh, I bought the digital copy. So I, I like you. work. And oh God, the One Direction one. Oh. I, I can't say I've seen that yeah. one. No. That one was so good too. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I do like, I do yeah. like this This is your thing and I'll be watching Grey's season 92 and I'll be doing this. <laughs> but you should, I think, I, <laughs> I it sounds like the Olivia movie will have another new song. Okay. So, oh, that is devious. Well, yeah, that could get me to come get back. You, get you to come back, or you'll listen, listen to it on iTunes. You know, like, <laughs> I'll buy it on know, iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it a day. Give my ninety-nine we, cents. Simon, we were maybe um, gonna go to the Olivia concert in Nashville. Mm-hmm. It's an option for us. <laughs> oh my god! Mm-hmm. Give me a date. Oh, <laughs> Mama's flying in. <laughs> but actually, what are the dates? What's the date of that? It's sometime in May. It's like May Eve. It's like a Tuesday. It's not a good day at all. <sighs> it's a at, great day for me. That sounds like Purple Party. And, it, da- and Dallas. It might be. It might be that. 
know. You know me. I'm a circuit queen over yeah. here. You gotta go to those yeah. colors. Yeah. You gotta those color every, parties. Every weekend, I gotta go. New color. Can't wait for the camo party. Club. Plane. Another club. Red. Another party. Blue. You party green, bitch. Yellow. Pink. <laughs> That's so Orange. Me. Magenta. Yeah. It is so That's you. So Violet. Me. Just a party butterfly. <laughs> um. So yeah. Tangerine. <laughs> I might have that. Magenta. Turquoise. <laughs> turquoise. That's turquoise. That's turquoise. Turquoise. Cerulean. Leaf. Our, so our, our kickball team's color is Heather Peach. Oh. This season. Cute. We, Heather Peach. Unoffensive. Unoffensive? Kind of like nude, but with a hint of pink. A little, it, I think it's like a, it, to me it feels like it's very like a rusty, orangey pink. Oh, rusty. Ugh. But what, going by, what I mean by rusty is like the heather is like the, you, there's like hints of white throughout it, you know? Oh, like heather, yeah. like heather gray. It's a, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. But pink. But, but peach. But peach. But peach. Excuse me. <laughs> but peach. Okay. That sounds honest. Like, I don't want to I think it's very cute. I don't want to be a bitch. It sounds really ugly. I think, it's, I think it's gonna be really pretty. I think it's a color for some, but not all. Well, no. I, so I think it's gonna look great on the POCs in the in mm-hmm. the team. Oh, I mean, but it would the look white, good on me white people. Maybe, maybe, maybe not as good on the the, the pale people. Yeah. The pale. I'm gonna be working on my team. And the light skinned folk. Like, I would. Light hair, I would light look the dreadful in that. But like the thing was, is like we've been doing like black and maroon yeah. and navy, yeah. like yeah. all of these dark kind of like colors. So you went for peach. <laughs> we went for peach. We went for peach. Yeah. Was I love that it. an executive Heather. decision? Heathered peach. Um, it was a captain's decision. Mm. Okay. But so was... no dictatorship. Sounds yeah. I don't well, know. that <laughs> Kelsey, as someone that is, has also been in a captain's retired role, captain, retired captain. Sometimes you, you just don't gotta, ask. Of one, you just season. gotta make the decision. You, if you ask, sure. you're gonna get a lot of opinions, and then you're gonna get a lot of people saying, "Why didn't you pick that?" This? Literally, you know is what? the summation of my kickball season yeah. as captain. Don't ask yeah. for opinions. <laughs> just do it. And which you know I did never took that advice once and should have taken it. And you know why? Because people week. are dumb. You right. just, yeah, you honestly. just got to do things your way and it's go, like, like, you're on my team. That's what you're doing. Kickball. I honestly get dictators. I get it. Yeah. It's like, let's not vote on things. Kickball players are all like cats. Like, to try and herd the, all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, God, just forget it. Mm-hmm. Just the, just the make a, thing. Just make the call. You know? Uh, just make the call. <laughs> and now going back into, mm-hmm. we were at Olivia. Yeah. Both those artists, you um, said, yes, I will be on the podcast, but they were not artists that, um, we, we, we uncovered that with Katie, but with Olivia, we, no one was familiar. You like went into like my deep, dark places to find Katy Perry in my... I just went to Katy Perry's Instagram <laughs> yeah. account and I'm just who, saying, who are you that was following? I'm just saying you engaged, okay? I did, listen. You engaged you love, with Katie. I love Do you, you still follow? Do you still follow Katie? <laughs> yeah, I listen. I don't, I'm not like a she restricted Katie. follower. Yeah, she loves Katie. She adds everyone, you yeah. know? Yeah. She, I spread love. I don't... You, you quote, love her Gap commercials. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's do. why you watch. Yeah. That's why you I, subscribe. I, Absolutely. Yeah, I but so this artist, the artist we're going to be reviewing today, mm-hmm. is an artist that um, is, is, is a big, influential kind of artist in your life. So it's, mm. it's kind of a shift. Instead of doing something that we've never kind of like brand new exploring something Hot new. off the press. Mm-hmm. You know? You're going into something that like you have a deep root with. Mm-hmm. Kelsey, who are we reviewing this week and what's the album? We are reviewing Bonnie Raitt and we mm-hmm. are reviewing her 10th album, Nick <laughs> of Time. Tenth album. Tenth. Tenth album, Mama. 
That's a lot of albums. I believe this came out in 1989. It did. So. We're going back to my generation. (laughs) If we can just all like visually reference the cover art, we're talking like. Describe it to us. Describe it. Or like. Because it's special. Oh my God. It's really special. There's like the gray background that's like when you take your high school or the elementary pictures. It's a very glamour shot. Mm -hmm. Um, The hair is volume. It's a life life touch background. Life touch background. Yeah. She always has the big voluminous red hair. That's the, signature. the accoutrements are bodacious. The belt is huge. Mm-hmm. And she has her her guitar. <laughs> her guitar. I was honestly, I was like, is that, what is, a, that? is that like a satchel on her side? I so I like it kind of like to me reminds me of some sort of like wrestler belt. Like that's the <laughs> it's what it did. It, it's, it's a, a fucking WWE champion. And there's like belt. a hint of cheetah. I don't know if you picked up on it. I, oh yeah. I was gonna wear cheetah yeah. tonight <laughs> with my leather jacket, but I opted not to because I had a mature, I had a mature happy hour before. So you know, Bonnie Rate they say that is on the like next Halloween Watch out for these costumes articles yeah. that are coming out. Bonnie Raitt's one of them. I feel Bonnie like Raitt. this is a look you could pull She's off. She's coming And around. people would know. They Especially would know. if you do like the silver shock in your hair. And if you started singing that one song she has that everyone knows, you mm-hmm. just like, they'd be like, oh, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bonnie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. So, Kelsey, um, when you were mentioning the artists that you were thinking about um, choosing as the the artist for us to review mm-hmm. you said Joni Mitchell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you said um, Stevie Nicks Stevie or Ni- Fleetwood, or no, Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac, Mac. Mm-hmm. and Bye. then you said or we could do Bonnie mm-hmm. and, and we said and, Bonnie and, and both Simon and I had to like they went on the googs we, we did we, we, we did we went to each other we were like who's Bonnie who's Bonnie and it took us a minute. Didn't I say, like, I would love to name a cat Bonnie or something like that? I was going to name Joni Bonnie, and oh. Lisa mixed it. How dare. I know. But what I will also that say, though. so cute. Right? Bringing it back to How to Give It Murder. Bonnie is the Bonnie, yeah. the one gal with the, the white hair. That, oh, yeah. she's. I think she died. I don't know. That's probably past. Don't they all die yeah. in that one? They all die. And they come back to life, and it's. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It turns into like some sort of supernatural shit. That old, that old trope. <laughs> God. But so, so give me um, your history with Bonnie. Why did you choose Bonnie? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when it's funny because I was just listening to your the albums that made us. <sighs> yeah. And I didn't great really... a great episode that not enough people are listening. Oh, it's to. good. It's really good. I actually we looked at the numbers and that's we said, a, <laughs> yeah. I would love to have that conversation, but I realized that Bonnie, she's one of my favorite artists of all time, and I've never really like dug into what that meant for me. But it's actually like I feel like my relationship with music has been shaped a lot by loving her as a child. My parents listened to her a lot, like similar to your relationship with ABBA. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, she just I love like the singer-songwriter. I love someone who can really sing a lyric. I love like folky music. And Mm -hmm. that all kind of is, you know, reminds me of her. And so I realized that when I was Would she be like your number one music influence? I don't know if she'd be number one, but okay. she would be the in top the five. top, top five, five. Okay. hundred. Yeah. Okay. Top five. Okay. That is crazy to me because I like, as we heard in my um, albums that made us, like it took me a while to get into music, mm-hmm. but late bloomer. I'm telling you. So the album we're reviewing is Nick of Time, and I don't think I knew 
any of the songs mm-hmm. uh, didn't. on this album going into it. Yeah. But looking at her top five on Spotify, you know that. The first, at least the first two, I was like, oh, Bonnie, I know this one. Mm-hmm. I didn't, so I didn't, what are they? I Can't Make You Love Me. Yep. Nick mm-hmm. of Time. Mm-hmm. Not the only one. Mm-hmm. So Nick of Time is one of them? Yeah. That's in oh, the top that's, five. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. A Thing Called Love is top is up there. Okay. Um, something to talk about. There's a whole that's movie. That's number that's two. That's like a title. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. And that's like a um, Julia Roberts movie, right? Oh, that's yeah. like the title that track. That so absolute Back pop. when soundtracks mattered. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So so she grew up, uh, you grew up with her, your family. Mm-hmm. Does that mean your parents are also big fans? Yeah, I would say so. So it was funny because one of you guys were talking about like the CD player and my parents had like a 50 disc, right? And oh, then, yeah. And then they would say, okay, we're having a dinner party and it was my job to load the Your CD. Your job? Oh, what? to load the CD what player. What a dream of so, a job So we're a talking child. like, you know, 1992 or whatever, 93, and I'm like loading the, pouring the wine, yeah, for the dinner party. And I'm loading the CD player and it's like, okay, Phil Collins... Indigo Girls, Sting, Bonnie Ray. I do love Phil Collins. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. This is like, this is the time, right? And so I'm lo- London Grammar. Like I'm loading the the CD player for the for the dinner party. And Bonnie was Luck of the Draw, which is her other really great album. We're always in there. Remind me. Okay, so where would I know London Grammar from? I'm thinking Andy Grammar, and that's not correct. I think it's Linda Grammer. That was like a, a 90s band. Mm. Um, George Michael, right? Like that's late oh, 80s, okay. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all Around of that, that was like kind of yeah. my parents' jam. Yeah. And, uh, and they trusted Wilson you to pick Phillips, the music. Wilson Phillips. <gasps> I can't I think love of a... Like, I would literally open the CD drawer, and I would just... Oh, we had that CD. Yeah, oh, yeah. I would, okay. like, load the CD I can, player. I cannot think of a job that I would want more as a child. Mm-hmm. To load up a 50-disc changer. Janet Jackson, Rhythm Nation. Oh. Oh. Madonna. Oh. Could your, could your parents... Um, so what a your, wild night. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh Ours God. was, I think, like a six or seven disc switcher. Yeah, 50 was, sounds like 50, rich And then you people. hit random and you like didn't yeah, know Yeah, you could randomize between CDs. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, it yeah. Was, uh, like, it would just, honestly, oh, yeah. a 50 disc changer just sounds ostentatious. Mm-hmm. I know. How big is that? That was wild. And I love the noise table? it would make. It would like slide around oh, and you'd yeah. be like, what's going to be next? What's going to uh-huh. be next? It's not the same album. It's a new album. No, it was beautiful. Incredible. Yeah, so... and. It's funny because you can like picture this, but I have, I have no zero musical talent, right? right. Like mm. zero, like none. That'll like my happen. mom has told me, <laughs> God gave you many gifts, singing's not one and of none them, of them were singing or mm. musical. Mm. Like, just so you know. Well, you got a good ear. Maybe. <laughs> That's musical. But I have this. I have this. And you have a great voice. Thing. Do you still live with that trauma? And maybe a little. I've, I think, I've unpacked yeah. it a little bit in therapy. But. Yeah. But I, I, I picture myself like on this bar stool and I had my dad's guitar and I'm lip syncing Bonnie Raitt. Like oh, that is a vivid, queen. this album, that's like a vivid memory for me. So that's, that's crazy. I feel like similar. So you had the trauma of your mom telling you no music's music not for you. No. You'll never be a star. No. One of my best friends when I was growing up, Sam Story heard me like he was out in the living room and I was taking a shower or something and I was singing Hey There Delilah from Plain White Tees. Mm-hmm. And he comes up, after I get out of the shower, he goes, you can't sing. Oh my 
God. And I'm not kidding you. It was like... Traumatizing. It traumatized me because I enjoy singing so much. Right. Oh my God. And ever since then, I've... It's been like... It took me a while and now I'm finally back in a place where I'm like, yeah, I can fucking sing. Like, That person you. sounds like a, an emotional terrorist. Well, uh, <laughs> we definitely had our ups and downs, but he also <laughs> was the person that created our Bopper Flop logo, so... Oh. <laughs> we absolutely Ooh. Love him yes. still. Yes, we do, Sam Story. Edit, edit that out, edit that out. We don't edit. He we sounds edit. like a dream. He, no, actually, I, I, I will, he will be on the podcast, I guarantee you, at some point. Good. We can address, we can get everything out in the mm-hmm. open. Yeah, really air it all out. But yeah. we all want to sing, so it's just Absolutely. a little not fair. Yeah. I don't, I don't, the thing is, it's like, I don't think people are, I think everyone can sing. I really do. Hmm. And I think that it a is. Controversial statement <laughs> here on the pod. I think that, like, people's ranges. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm are varied mm-hmm. and I think people's people's ability to be able to control their voice probably varies but like I think that if you took lessons you would be able to get mm. to a point where you'd be able to do like okay I have my 12 songs I can do a karaoke that okay. I can like rotate between I think you'd be able to get there and anyway. uh, hard work can outweigh talent argument would you say mm-hmm. I would say yeah exactly that there's a place in the choir for everyone mm-hmm. that's a really pretty way of saying that. Mm-hmm. Some people just breathe. Mm-hmm. 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 Or Bob. Or Bob. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, what I, so one of the things that happened at work recently was they, they're doing a wellness challenge or mm-hmm. whatever else. And you're supposed to be conscious of like, what's triggering you to eat? And like... Mm-hmm. Everything. Oh, the psychology. <laughs> was your stomach... Was your stomach... Was your... Like, was your stomach get empty? Where was mm-hmm. your stomach when you decided to make those cravings? And like... When you were done, were you full? Mm-hmm. Were you over capacity? Where were you? And like, it's a lot of questions. Sounds really invasive. No, this is traumatic for me I to think about. I'm not it's got, it's got to be some through some sort of like app or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably I, Noom. Is it Noom? Yeah, I'm gonna I, pass. I, I could. I couldn't tell you. They're not I, a sponsor of this podcast, right? There. Absolutely not. Not a sponsor. Thank goodness. No. Squarespace. <laughs> Casper. Casper. Still waiting. Calm. <laughs> no. Um, DiGiorno. Where I was going with this is like Oof. me and this one other person on our team, we're both contractors. And so from that, we actually can't participate. Good. Oh, that's right. And so we this were like, we were just going back and forth, like replying all to the entire like group being like, yeah, so we're going to do a mostly vegan diet. Um, we're going to be um, inhaling air as our snack. Yeah. You, you know. jokester. You office clown. And that's what made me be like, her and I are on the same page. Like, we, us two, we stick yeah. together. Okay, yeah. as someone who hires people, I it feels so weird, the difference between your relationship with contractors versus full-time. It feels almost, like, inhumane to me to be like... Be you, you're excluded from this because you're not no, full time. It, it totally, it totally. I hate being that guy. It totally does, but at the same time, I would say that it also like. We also pay us. them. They pay, we pay them very well. Yeah, yeah. Contractors, yeah. You're a contractor, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you need to be a certain type He's of person like, to be a contractor. Because me, I think I'd be too <laughs> emotional. 
as the let me, let me move this, this stash of cash in front of you. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't. Okay, I get it now. I don't really, I guess I just really don't care. Because I think he, a lot of those things I don't want to be. He tears with $100 bills about being left out of things. I'm so, I'm, what He's can so I say? Sad. I'm an emotional, yeah. I'm an empath. No, but it, like, I remember when I was like, when I, I was at Target and I had yeah, a contractor like working with me, like yeah. on my, like kind of my direct report in a little bit of a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like I remember very much being like, yeah, you weren't invited to that meeting because you're, I don't you know, like that. but not, not like, not in that way. It was just kind of like, you can go be handling these things or like whatever, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And the, the, the thing about me too is like, if you're contracted hourly, that's when things get kind of, I think annoying because mm-hmm. like I've had contractors back when I was at Best Buy that, that they were like, do I have to clock out to go down to like the cafeteria? And like some, some managers were like very strict about it. Oh my God. Oh, Me, I would never. I don't like that. No. Whereas like, no, we get paid by the day. Yeah. And so it's not really about our, it's right, about right. like, which also sometimes means that you end up working yeah, a long day. Right, right, Roger. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially at that corporation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Corporate America. That's a, don't get you. me started. Um, so Kelsey, we are reviewing the album Nick of Time mm-hmm. out of Bonnie's discography. Why was this the choice? So I feel conflicted about my choice, but we're going to go with it. Um, it's not my favorite of the album, but it's the best story. Okay. And what do you mean by that? So I don't know how much you know about Bonnie's history or trajectory, but she Mm -hmm. came on the scene when she was like 19 or 20. Everybody wanted to sign her, every record company. Oh, wow. Um, Warner Brothers signed her. She made like eight or nine albums with them, but like none of them did well. They didn't pop off. So we're talking like 20 years of like... mm, Music. Yeah. But she's selling out shows. So she's like a great performer. So it's clearly a management issue. Well, everybody knows that like they want to see her because she like she's like a blues artist who like jams, right? Yeah, right. But albums aren't doing well. Mm -hmm, She gets dropped. She's thirty nine. She's like clearly has a substance abuse problem because she's been like drowning her sorrows. Drugs and alcohol. This Mm -hmm. is a gem. Jewels and drugs. Prince Prince reaches out to her. Yeah. Shut up. He offers to collab. That like kind of does this turnaround for her. She decides to go sober. She decides to collaborate with Prince. Wow. They never. She doesn't end up signing with him. But then she signs with Capitol Records. She puts out Nick of Time, and at the age of forty, she like sweeps the Grammys. Right. We love that story. Yeah. So it's like beautiful. You have this woman who, in from the beginning, is a trailblazer as far as like being a female guitarist who. There, there, that doesn't really exist, right? Like, she's a blues guitarist, but there's never really been a female that plays the guitar as well as her. She's mm-hmm. crushing. Like, people want to see her live, but, like, she's not really seeing the record sales that she needs to see. Right. By the album, And then everybody she thinks says, she's a wash-up. Yeah. And then she just crushes it, 1989 at the Grammys, and, mm-hmm. like, everyone is blown away. So it's just a very cool story, I think. I don't think this album is quintessential, Bonnie, in my opinion. Like, I think if you guys listen to her older stuff, you'd be like, oh, cool. It's like more of like this folky, bluesy. Do you think that people went, after they, her success at the Grammys, after her success with that album, did people go back? Was her, were her like last nine albums, were they undiscovered gems or were they actually like 
Okay, well... I think it just depends what you like. I think she has a lot of range, right? So I would argue that she is a guitarist first and a vocalist second. Mm, She's an incredible guitarist. Wow. John Mayer, similar. Yeah, it's hard to pick up on the albums, but if you see her live, it's like... It's really impressive. I mean, she plays the slide guitar on most of this album, which is very cool. Right, yeah. Um, And so I think that just didn't translate to to record sales. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think that, well, I know for a fact this album did well better after she won the Grammy for album sure. of the year. Right. right. So, so it was one of those albums where potentially even in the Grammys, it wasn't necessarily a front runner, but it ended up somehow still getting the win. Yeah. And that's when people were like, wait, hold on. Right. Who is this Bonnie Who's gal? This Bonnie? Well, and she kind of she had like a celebrity status at that point because she'd been in Hollywood for twenty years. Sure. But like, mm-hmm. I think people were skeptical if she was ever going to really take off. Um, right. I mean, we can think of like artists that are similar to that. So, yeah. so one of the th- one of the things that I learned about the album that I think um, was super interesting. I wish I would have realized it earlier on. Um, was that most of the album is actually covers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nine oh. out of 11 songs. Right, wow. right. So only two are written by her. Gagatrandra. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, surprises me mm-hmm. that it, she was able to, like, win album of the year. The yeah, Grammys. that's nutty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, oh. it, that, <clears throat> so the, the, the first song and the last song mm-hmm. are the two ones that, that she wrote. The rest of them are all covers. Mm-hmm. How... Mm-hmm. how like I what? it I still can't like it baffles my mind right I know it's really interesting so she was why known... do you think why do you think that this like had that much success even though I, it was not her I smell like, conspiracy no I think it's the I, well first of all they said that there was I mean one of the things she's known for is covering songs that are predominantly sang by men oh. and then she puts her own twist on them. It's also been said that like Bonnie delivers a lyric better than anybody. So mm-hmm. like she takes something that's been written and she makes it she gives it like her own life and she makes the song her own. Mm-hmm. And so there are songs that like no one really knew existed and then she covers them and it's like they take off. Wow. Um, okay. Some of her most famous songs are covers. Um, so yeah, that's not, I know I, Mm. I like looked into the, uh, album credits and I was like, Oh, only two, but they are actually funny enough to my favorite songs. So fascinating. Mm -hmm. So uh, other question with that too, is just if, if there was a song currently, so Bonnie's still alive, 72. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just had to, I I had to check that because I was like, I don't want to ask this question if she can't do it. But so like that recently, would have been a real uh oh moment. I actually might go to her next show in Nashville. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. In May. Yeah. Um. So Bonnie's seventy two. Mm-hmm. This kind of stems from a tweet that Dolly Parton put out, okay. or maybe it was like a, an interview where Dolly was like, "Just like Whitney Houston took How Will I Know and kind of made it a record smashing oh, success." Mm-hmm. Dolly yeah. Parton was saying, "Hey Beyonce." Mm-hmm. Jolene, mm-hmm. work on a cover, Mama. Mm-hmm. I think you could do something great with it. It's oh, mm-hmm. wow. a great idea. And so, what my my question is is, you said that she can deliver a lyric like no one, no one's business. Mm-hmm. What song would you want her to record? Wow! If she could record any song, any song. Well, like, she does covers. 
That's a really tough question. That's a re- that is an NPR level um, type question. I just want to can I can we like circle back? <laughs> we can circle back. Okay, let's circle back. Okay. Give me some we're, time. we're gonna have to remember it to circle mm-hmm. back though. Yeah, just don't forget. Oh, I already got it. Oh, oh, what, was oh. It? what would it be? Valerie. <gasps> It'd be cool. <sighs> That'd be a good one. With like a little bluesy business to it. Oh my god, brilliant. Simone, do you have a pick? I mean, that one. I think she it would got be it. good. It would <laughs> be, be really good. good. It would be good. I I would actually like want her to take. This is again. This is like probably throwing it back to like. Like a driver's license. <laughs> you were gonna say that. How about like <laughs> "Fuck the Pain Away" by Peaches? You know, yeah, something. Yeah. Just get really edgy. Apparently, she has a potty mouth. This Bonnie. This, like bo- this Bonnie gal. I had a feeling she yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. You know, Bonnie. But that so, name. so Kelsey, clearly, you have a relationship with the album. Mm-hmm. You um, have kind of you brought the album to us. Mm-hmm. It's pretty safe to say I have a feeling I know where you'd land from. Is the album a bop or a flop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what is it for you and why? Yeah. You uh, right off the bat, we're going there. Right, girl. We are. We are like. What are we in? Okay, so 40, 45 minutes. I feel in? like we're just getting started. Um, okay, well, clearly, yes, clearly it's a bop. But it's interesting because I haven't revisited the album mm-hmm. um, for quite some time. Um, it is a bop. I I think it's interesting to go back to like these '90s era um, albums and listen to like what they're trying to do. But what I love are the songs that are like her roots, which is like the blues, more acoustic. Mm, right. Her playing the guitar. Um, what one thing that's really cool about this album is, which I think you can pick up, is that it was recorded with like everybody in the same room right yeah and that that. and that's like her that's like the origins of who she is she wants to have like a jam sesh right and that's those songs that you can hear that those just like give me life i love that yeah so that's what that's what brought it in for you yeah that's it i definitely so when when i looked at the the wikipedia as well as um a few other things i I saw that that was the case where Mm -hmm. she was saying that like Typically, some artists will be intimidated by having the band there, so they'll just want like the track to be recorded and then just be able to sing vocals over it. Mm-hmm. Her was she she was very much like no jam band. Mm-hmm. We're getting in on this. Mm-hmm. We're doing it, which also probably means that like out of artists that you'd want to see on tour, you'd want to see in concert. Absolutely. Like, yeah, duh, and that's what right? she does. She like rocks. I mean, her voice is still beautiful. It's like caramel. Like you, you just like are there like letting it hit you. What I'll say is like this, she also reminded me, like I don't have a lot of history with this type of music. And Mm -hmm. I also don't really have a whole lot of history with, um, I would say like not, I don't want to say older music, but like Mm -hmm. older music. Mm -hmm. And from that, this, there wasn't, this was an interesting exercise for me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, who it kind of reminded me of of today was very much the Brandy Carlisle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very similar with the, I think the distinct voice, the kind of almost being able to, to twang emotion in. Mm-hmm. And I think just probably a similar kind of 
presence that you can feel Mm -hmm. from from the singing from the guitar from Mm -hmm. like the band Mm -hmm. that you can hear through the music Mm -hmm. it felt very similar to that Mm -hmm. um would you say that's far off or would you say that's that's no that's spot on so the one time i've seen her in concert i was like way too poor to buy a ticket to her show because her shows are actually very expensive she said she's She's a contractor yeah so i was in the, the last row possible and she was singing I Can't Make You Love Me, which is one of her like oh, yeah. most famous songs. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting on a bar stool and it's her and her guitar singing. And it's like, you. F- I felt like she was singing to me, right? Like she has this ability to really connect. Right. Her voice is still amazing. And she does have this, ab- I don't know, it's just this, it brings everything out of you. You know, you yeah. feel like your insides are being pulled out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simon, I don't think we've really asked you at all yet. Yeah. What is your relationship with, what is your relationship with Bonnie? Like, what do you, you know, um, it's pretty short. Um, I will say when I went to the Spotify top five instantly, I was like, okay, Bonnie, I remember you. I see you. But on this album in particular, I didn't recognize any of them actually. Mm -hmm. So this was a fun exercise, but I do think there is something about, you know, women of that time who can last as long as she has. Mm Mm-hmm takes a certain someone, mm-hmm. a certain talent, and, and, and business savvy. And once we, once we got the last name Bonnie Rado, I was like, I definitely know who yeah, this Yeah, I know is. this name. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this For name. Sure. Even if I don't know the music or I don't, I can't attribute songs to it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it definitely was like, oh, that's that's like a notable name mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. In, the music, in the music world. So going on to the album for me, mm-hmm. I think I've kind of mentioned a little bit of I really did enjoy the studio aspect of it, and I really did enjoy the way that she's able to um, articulate the lyrics with with a lot of passion and 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 take the songs and really connect them and make a um, cohesive sounding album. Mm-hmm. I think what I had a, a tough time with, and this is probably due to it the songs not being written from her perspective mm-hmm. was that when you get into the, the heart of the album, not the bookends that she wrote, I had a tough time connecting and understanding her, like her point of view. It didn't feel very personal, which again, I wish I would have known it was mostly covers mm-hmm. going into it because I think it probably would have made me go, Oh yeah. So She's taking these songs and she's doing it and appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I will say is like the, the two songs that she wrote, I, I agree with you, Kelsey, mm-hmm. they're, they're some of the best on the album. And I would say as a, as a whole, the album is, um, she manages to make it cohesively sounding where if I have it on as background music, it sounds like a cohesive album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think what, what I have, I had trouble with is really connecting with it. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that like made me want to be, be like, yes, this is it. This is like, mm-hmm. where, where's the up? Where's the down? Where's the like, okay, I'm officially like on the roller coaster with you. I'm sure. Right, sure. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I, I, I know from like now knowing what like more of her top fives are, I'm like, okay, she has like some fucking bangers. Right. No, she does. Yeah. And I think, I think yeah. that there are definitely, mm-hmm. there are probably, I, I, I'm looking for you to also give me recommendations on al- other albums that you love. Well, that's the hard part is like her, like, like I told you before. A like, range, a wide range. Well, and it's like 
her greatest hits is a banger because mm. it's like every song. That's always a good place to start. But like, you know? but right. I even had trouble with an album because I kind of like some of the, like now I connect more with the stuff from the seventies than I do from this album, but right. this was like my entry album. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's like, I don't know if she really makes a fantastic album, despite this being the album of the year. Gotcha. You know who else doesn't make a fantastic album, but like has a couple good songs? Yeah. Little Mix. Little Mix. That's on period. That's on period. Well, I think that's the true for a lot of artists. I mean, an album is a hard thing to like. It is. You have to have a story. You do? You have to have a story. I don't think you have to have a, I don't think you have to have a story as much as it... I kind of view an album almost like a picture. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even just like a, a collection of pictures, a shared album kind mm-hmm. of thing, like a, mm-hmm. a picture album kind mm-hmm. of situation where it's like all connected to a certain event or a certain point of view like mm-hmm. whether it's heartbreak or mm-hmm. whether it's like love or Adele having a kid or going through kind of depression finding herself like mm-hmm. there's usually that common thread that she's using to kind of tie all the songs and there's that theme mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that that's where this album being mostly covers or suffers from that it a little bit yeah. it loses mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. Um, as someone that appreciates the beginning the end the, the thematic point of mm-hmm. the album this album I appreciate that it won a Grammy and mm-hmm. I appreciate probably how what it did to catapult her career mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I that's not to say I wouldn't go see her because I think I would mm-hmm. I think she would be great but this album's a flop mm-hmm. for me okay okay that's a tough one no no I know I hear you I even okay. felt I like struggled a little bit okay yeah wow Okay, so that leaves me in a really difficult position. It does. Here. Are you okay. gonna break the tie? So I'm just I'm gonna speak from the heart here. It's gonna be a flop. Um, it's gonna be a flop. The, so the first couple of times I listened to the album, I had the exact same feeling that Aaron had, where I was like, I'm really trying to find my connection point here, and I'm not really getting it yet. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, much like a delicious dessert with many, many a layer. The more I got into her and the more I learned about her, it was like, oh, I'm finding things to appreciate. Like, you know, like as you learn about how she records and like her musicianship and all this stuff, it just makes you like, it's kind of like how a music video can add to your um, like feeling about just a song in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. I felt, I just felt that way about the, as the more I learned about her as like an artist and a person, I was like, okay, I... I get the vibe of this, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. that was kind of my connection point was just like her humanity a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so at first for me, this is like a flop. I was like, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. But then the more I got into it, I put the over the ears on, you know, like really sat back and listened. I was like, okay, you know, this is a bop for me. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I understand what you're saying, Erin. And like, I think what's interesting I when I reflect on this album it's and this is what her producer said in like their speech his grammy speech was like she kept her integrity as an artist Mm -hmm. and i think that's what i think about with this album is like i mean 20 years and you're not selling albums but like you still make an album that is quintessential you Mm -hmm. and it does well and that's kind of cool right yeah it's a great story i so absolutely that's where I agree with everything both of you have said, like Mm -hmm. in terms of why you think the album is a bop. I think just for me, I didn't, it never connected for me. Yeah. 100% agree. The sound is great. 
enjoy like enjoyed listening to it for the sake of reviewing Mm -hmm. but I really don't think this is an album that like I would much rather listen to the the greatest hits album I I would much rather pick out songs Mm -hmm. that I liked from the album Mm -hmm. and throw them on a playlist versus the album as a whole that's fair Streetlights is the album I'm trying to get my hands on the vinyl, but it's hard uh, to come back. Some of them are tough. Yeah, it's hard Ooh, to get. But don't that one, I'm, I'm curious. I'll send it to you. I'm curious to think what you'll think of that. That's, okay. Has okay. A, a I'll give more. I'll give more yeah. a chance. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, before we get into our top bops, Aaron, I just have to say. Kelsey brought over a pizza from <laughs> Rectangle Pizza. That's new sponsor of the pod. Rectangle Pizza. I'm still thinking about it. That was so good. That pepperoni mama. It was a good pizza. It's a Detroit-style pizza. The first of... Uh, my first time having it, I have to say. Very, very tasty. They, yeah. they do the crust right. Lots of grease. I like that caramelized... I couldn't mm-hmm. believe crispy it. cheese. Cooked in a pan. So that... Like, almost yeah. a deep dish, but like square. But square. And... <sighs> yeah. I would say in some ways it, it, it makes the crust... Um, a little bit more uh, crispy. Yeah. It's, it's the delicious. perfect crunch. I can't stop thinking about it. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways. And now on to our top pops. Who wants to start? You're both looking at me. I can okay, start. I'll go. Okay. Okay. You go. Okay. okay. You go. Mine um, was Nick of Time. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Yep. Yeah. So mine was too. Mine too. I love that. Okay. <laughs> That's one of my top bops in life. It's one of my top bops in life. It's well, guys. let's give it. Let's give it a quick yeah. listen, and then we'll come back. Guys, play the thunder and lightning. Yeah. Here we, here, here we go. Nick of Time? Wow. A three... I, I don't think we've ever had a three-way top bop. That's a good one. It that, gets me every time. The energy was like lightning mm-hmm. in the room, people. I think um, the reason why it was my top bop is of the songs, you could kind of... I could kind of... It was the one that I could tell was personal, like without even knowing it was personal mm-hmm. because I was like... What this song is about is like, I'm 40 years old and I am at the very end of childbearing age Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I'm concerned I'm not going to find someone Mm -hmm. in time to be able to have kids Mm -hmm. because that's like a very real concern for women. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't, I think guys overall until like we're in our late sixties, we can just go on being disgusting pigs. And well, we into can just their keep, 60s. We can have, like, our sperm are still good to be used, mm-hmm. but, but women's eggs, after, like, a certain age, yeah. it starts to become more risky, this right? fascinating. Got the real brunt end of the stick. <laughs> this is coming from a man, yeah, biologically. <laughs> if I could say so myself. But I think even the, the like, <laughs> the plot about the parents getting older... Right. I feel like that's, I mean, whatever age you're at, that's relevant. Like every time right. I see my parents and I'm like, oh shit, you know, like. They are getting older. They're getting older and it I'm getting older too. It's heartbreaking. Cuckoo it crazy to think about. Yeah. And Cuckoo so. Cuckoo crazy, I think let me my, tell you. That's why at every age of my life, when I've revisited the song, 
I can relate to it. It's like we all, like, life gets mighty precious when there's less of it to waste. Like, mm. every decade of my life, that lyric is more relevant. So true. One thing I, I've, um, I can both say from personal experience, but I also know is like an actual studied phenomenon, is that as people's lives progress, like, if you remember your 0 to 10, your 10 mm-hmm. to 20, those years felt so long Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then when you think about like your 20s to 30s your 30s to like 40s it starts you're like oh my god we're on a fast forward track here right but it's math but it's math you guys so one year of five years is greater than one year of 10 years what do you mean proportionally (sighs) right so when you're five one year of your life is longer it feels long yeah because it's a greater proportion and it's it's something to do with like that's a mind blowing arithmetic. It's fucking math. Well, it's it, it's it's also wow. like your brain when it's zero to one, one to two, the amount of new experiences, the amount of things that your brain has to be able to go like I have to keep that, I have to keep mm-hmm. that, I have to keep mm-hmm. that. Mm. But when you are older, mm-hmm. it's a lot of experiencing a lot of the same stuff that you you have experienced, and so there's a lot less, um, kind of mental stimulation that that Mm -hmm. makes you like notate all the different parts of your life and Mm -hmm. that's why like from my understanding is like it's like the TiVo fast forward button where it's like (laughs) boop 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 look I wasn't looking to have an existential crisis tonight but here we are here we are I can tell that though I've literally never thought about age like that before and now I'm never gonna be the same but is it not true like it's true it's so true and i enjoyed my life before i knew that one of my best friends who's also a bonnie lover said that to me once she was like the older you get the smaller the proportion of the years in your life i mean fill up my cup bartender yeah exactly lord but it's still (laughs) i think it's still kind of rings with this song because Mm -hmm. the song is very much about like the nick of time it's about kind of being able to take that snapshot and go Mm -hmm. i'm at the right place in the right moment i'm still able to do what i want to do and i think that's oh my god and also like i'm able to like just because i'm this age doesn't mean that i these things aren't possible just in the nick of time and this album also happened just in the nick of time for her career too exactly Wow. It's beautiful. I'm going to be thinking about that one for a while. It's, it's just one of the greatest songs of all time, I would argue. Holy vey. It, very good song. But that also, leads, lot, baby. That also leads the the conversation of what was the biggest flop. Oh boy. Who wants to start us here? I can start. Okay. So the song that, that to me is the least cohesive with the album, and the one that I like have the most tendency to skip is Cry On My Shoulder. Really? And it actually, it, funny enough, when I read the line credits for the first time ever, it has like some star power in it. It has uh, two of the, the lead singers from Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. And yes. so they were going for like a 90s like sounding song, um, which is what probably bothers me about it. I like the like more bluesy yeah vibe yeah. of the other song so I just don't love the song I just I've never really connected with it I can I I can definitely pick up as I'm putting in my Rolodex and thinking about it compared to the rest of the albums or the rest of the songs I think it is a different one it is a different one but it's not to me it kind of it still felt 
I feel like a good album has the roller coasters of like the downs and the ups, and mm-hmm. this just felt like the down a little bit with the album. But I completely understand, and even as you kind of gave your reason why, it sort of made me go like, yeah, I can see why mm-hmm. that one would be a big biggest yeah. flop. So mm-hmm. like, completely understand. Um, Simon, what about you? Uh, mine was Nobody's Girl. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Any reason? Yeah. Any rationale? Um, I would just to put it succinctly in a, like with an album that I feel like I generally connected to my connection was the least strong with that one. Mm. No real thing I can point to necessarily. Just kind of a vibe. Mm. Yeah. Right. I think for me the the one that 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 uh might be like a sonic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic. Like less the like the production is less my vibe maybe. Oh, okay, maybe maybe. Okay, yeah. I could see that. It's more like acousticky. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why. I do feel like for me it was probably not the lyrical content. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of a symptom uh, of the way I listen to the album. A little bit. That doesn't mean it's necessarily true, but like, I'd say I listened to this album maybe five or six times through, okay. um, getting ready for this. This is probably the shortest time we had to get ready for the album because I think you, Kelsey, Kelsey sent this uh, the assignment like Sunday like night. This drunk, was a... like drunk on Saturday at one a.m. Like, yeah, this was, was a ru- this was a rush request. Yeah, that came in, and so I like deal with that. Typically, bad, like the, the weekends, that's when I have the most time. But like, yeah. I still, Absolutely. I still was like, I'm gonna listen to this. I listened. I even spent like half of a gym. Oh, session, interesting. Listening to it, not on purpose, okay. more more of like... I spent two gym sessions. Oh, wow. I, I feel like I should have given it to you sooner so you could like... Oh, look, when we get the call, Mama, and... when we get the call, yeah. we answer. We're on, yeah. We're on yeah. the we case. Yeah. But some of the times I only made it to yeah. two-thirds of the way album through, which means that the latter half of the album didn't get as much love. And mm. from that, that's where like... I just didn't have as much connection with some of the songs. Okay. Mm, but what was the biggest? I know I'm so. Curious. I will not be denied. Okay. It, okay. I just yeah. I didn't. It didn't stick out beginning or end. It didn't right. really. It, it kind of almost blended in a little bit. Uh-huh. And from that, it didn't. Do you think that's a vibe thing too for you, like a acoustic maybe? I don't know if it's a vibe thing for me. Hmm. I, I I honestly think that we can't. Really, see, that's the, down I will not be denied is the song that I feel like I don't connect to the lyrics, but I like the yeah, what's happening like auditorily. Okay. Like, okay. yeah, it, I like the blues, I like her vo- vocals a lot, right? I like the guitar a lot. So, that 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 could easily be it. I just remember listening to it and being like, yeah, it's not like a fave, okay? It's it, yeah, yeah. It, I don't know. This, this was an interesting album to review. I appreciated doing it and I think it, it gave me a new respect for Bonnie even like when we listened to Nick of Time I was like taking in Kelsey what you're talking about of like the way that she's able to uh, articulate the lyrics is something that she's so masterful at and mm-hmm. I was listening, I was like I get that mm-hmm. I get that mm-hmm. um, super fun album so the, wait the song you just mentioned again what was it it will not be now I think we can all agree on that one <laughs> Flop city, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like honestly, if I didn't have a choice going into this, I probably would have like been swayed so much by your answer, Kelsey, because I do mm-hmm. think that that was across the songs. Mm-hmm. 
the least cohesive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take it out and it would have been a more cohesive album. Mm-hmm. What I also do just want to point out here, because I think that we also are getting stingy about like stingy. amount of songs. Oh, and, and, and and the yeah. and, and like the, the, the length of their songs. Yeah. This oh, album, yeah, this is a f- like 43 minutes, right? 40, 42 minutes long. Yeah. Not a, le- a TikTok album. 11 yeah. songs long. Yeah. Which means that you're averaging about three to four minutes per song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. This is, that, that's pretty good. Yeah. But I also was like, it kind of like made me surprised. I was like, I feel like the albums that I'm like, this was a complete album is like when it's 50 minutes. Yeah. And the fact that it was under, huh. like under 50, it's like 42, I was like, because you do have you do have some of the artists where they hit the forty two mark, yeah. But their songs are all two to three minutes. But it just, they just release right. like a yeah eighteen song, nineteen song right. album. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, and I feel like I honestly feel like the last song when I was a kid I didn't like it very much, but I really like it now, which is interesting. Right. Um. What's it called? On the road. Uh, the road's my middle name. Yeah. So and then reading a lot about Bonnie in the last week. I've realized that like she really identifies with that's part of her persona, right? Like she wasn't a big record salesperson. She loved going on the road. She loved doing jam sessions. She was known for bringing like famous blues people up on stage with her. Right. Like she was a true 1970s road musician, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the bus, like what you're picturing with almost famous. <sighs> like that was her. Like she right. played shows. She drank a lot. She did drugs and she just like, rocked yeah and i feel like that last song so it's funny it's like sandwiches like the first song is written by her the last song is written by her Mm -hmm. and those are the most like her songs absolutely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so question for you obviously kelsey you mentioned you mentioned your mom's um, scarring words earlier. <laughs> You'll my never mom, make it. My poor mom. You'll she's never like, make it. My poor mom is like one of the only people that listens to, to when I'm on the podcast. Yes. And now she's like, oh. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Jan. We love Jan. Hey, Jan. She, she's a Kit Kat. Kitty Kat, whatever. <laughs> a Kitty Kat. <laughs> yeah, a Kitty Kat. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, Jan's a Kitty Cat. Absolutely. We love yeah, Jan. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, 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 I don't know if it was Simon or who I was talking to about mm-hmm. this with was if you're an artist, mm-hmm. if you were an artist, would you get more enjoyment about the songwriting and the making of the song mm. or would you be get more enjoyment and fulfillment out of performing? Mm. Oh. That's hard to say. So I, I like love writing, right? We've talked right, about yeah. this oh, before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of passion for writing. So I feel like, I don't know if I would be a songwriter. I've literally never mm. tried in my life, but that seems like a more natural draw for me. But yeah. because I don't have the musical talent, mm-hmm. I want to say like, mm-hmm. I want to be in a jam sesh, you know? Yeah, I get it. Like it's listening cool. to her play the slide guitar, which I think is really cool, mm-hmm. is something that like, I wish I had learned. I wish that yeah. I had learned you know. jamming out is definitely the chic yeah answer, it's very cool sure. yeah um for me i think i'm like an introverted extrovert or whatever that dumb phrase is where like i think performing would get to me yeah yeah I could and it that. would be too much and okay. i like the fact that you can like write something down hand it off to the world right. and then like you can kind of cut off from the response to it okay. you can just kind of leave it in the world you'll never know okay like in theory, what the response to it is. Whereas a performance, like... It's very overwhelming. It's overwhelming if yeah. you're not... Like, people will show you if they're not having a good time. Yeah. And that sounds terrifying. Yeah. Oof. Okay. 
Ooh. Okay, I am, yeah. I'm, I'm totally a opposite performer. of you. Yeah. Totally a performer. Yeah, we Whoa. all saw that coming. Okay, I mean, yeah. Shocker. Duh. Shocker. Like, I, I, I truly would be... Song and dance. Yes. You give me, you give me Five, covers, six, I don't seven, give three eight. fucks. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I would prefer that. Yeah. Like, I think there is, I truly would love to, like, collaborate and make an album from, mm-hmm. like, a... But I would probably be the person that would tour the shit out of it mm-hmm. before I I'd head back to the studio. Absolutely, <laughs> picture yeah, Aaron in a jam sesh, and and then I would take many breaks. Yeah, yeah. like I yeah. let me tour the album, yeah. but I don't feel like I'd probably like the Taylor Swift of it all of the mm-hmm. the when she like does a concert, it's like a production, right? Yeah, right. and it's every other night or every night. Yeah. I don't you know? wa- I don't want a production as much as yeah. I'd want like just. Being able to sing and like no, I would want to be like a small first act venues, intimate, yeah, like intimate, intimate. You know? like let's just like play some good music. I feel like okay. I would really get life from that. Kelsey, so we when uh, you told me you were moving to Nashville, I was like, I'm gonna come. Yeah, I'm gonna come see. Can't see Bonnie. Can't see Bonnie. Or can't can't I? See oh, Bonnie. I can't see. I can't oh, see Bonnie. Bonnie is coming here to a town I've never heard of. Yeah. Oh, really? Happens. Yes. Okay, wait. I have a fun fact of Bonnie before. We... Okay, Bonnie, yes. Her first album ever, 1979, was recorded at Lake Minnetonka. <gasps> no fucking way. Oh, my God. Right? I, I found that out today, and I was like, it felt very... Um... Bring it home? Yeah, I don't know what the word is, but like, yeah, I picked Connecting. this. Wow, that's cool. I'm leaving, but I love this place, and like wow. she's connected to this place. Like, that's not only really, Prince, but... Ooh. Yeah. The album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I was going to ask with that was when it comes to concerts, mm-hmm. I would love to know what was like, doesn't have to be your, your, your favorite concert, but like what was a moment at a concert that just like took your soul and like mm-hmm. brought it, it to a me, higher baby. place? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this is the moment. Well, I w- what I was saying was Bonnie singing I Can't Make You Love Me Yeah, acoustic is like oh. makes your heart hurt. Mm-hmm. And a similar experience was here. Yeah. Maggie Rogers singing Alaska a cappella. Wow. And I just started. Were you at sob- First Avenue? Yeah. I just started sobbing. You were, you were at First Avenue yeah. for that sold out show? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a similar answer. I think mine would be Death by Sex by Kim Petras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really gets me. Yeah. Kelsey, I literally was going to bring up for my example. Maggie Rogers when she sang Alaska a cappella yeah. and she made everyone turn their phone off. She was like, it I, was, she put, she, not only did she do a cappella, she moved the mic away and yeah. she said, wow. I need you guys to no conversation because I'm going to be singing and I'm going to fill this entire it venue with my voice. Phenomenal. And she, she pulled out a bass. I didn't she know started. you were there. That was like oh. literally, I can't That's get one of the best goosebumps. Yeah, I goosebumps. Know. And I was just, I like started sobbing. But I think, but it's funny because when I think about someone like Maggie Rogers, I think about why I love them so much, and then I go back to Bonnie. So that's like my thing is like someone who can sing, yeah, someone who can sing a lyric, play the guitar, just like God, those are the best. That's fucking good moment. I know that was that was a Mm. that was like a moment in my life. I don't think like the thing is is like the balls it took for her to do that Mm -hmm. one, and the the way that it came together. Mm -hmm. Also, that like she went. That concert we went to, and she had like maybe two EPs out, but mm-hmm. she played her entire album beginning to end that we didn't have, we didn't know any of the songs to. Mm-hmm. This sounds mm-hmm. very Fifi O'Hara acapella on All Stars. 
way way better. <laughs> I don't know that. that, but it was phenomenal. It's a funny reference. I because I only listened me. to like the limited Maggie Rogers songs I had. Yeah. But. It sure. was, oh my God. I'm so happy that you were there because like I've been telling, whenever I talk about Maggie Rogers with someone, I'm always like, yeah, there was this moment yeah. that she sang acapella and it wasn't, no, like, oh. and and I feel like they don't believe me how mm-hmm. incredible it was mm-hmm. and the fact that like you were and there. And her voice like did this thing where it like uh-huh. felt like it carried over you. Yeah. Wow. I'm not feeling left out. <laughs> it's fine. Like you guys could just, I'll you, leave. You can wear my hat. You guys want to just <laughs> you know close what? out the app? <laughs> Is that oh, cool? it suits you. <laughs> yeah. It's a little like Yellowstone. I'm gonna try hats now. Yeah, you're you're, you're gonna do it. Um, oh god! You could be like the apothecary person with the glasses oh my god. and the hat. Wow. Okay, well we do have one segment left. We oh, do. we do. We do. Yeah. I forget what it is. It's called uh, your Sing- single obsession. Oh, obsession. ear warmer. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to rebrand us, and she's doing a great job at it. <laughs> you're hired. Simon, what would, what's, what's your single obsession? <sighs> okay, don't roll your eyes, but my single obsession this week is the song Sweet Carolina by Lana Del Rey. Oh, it's just shocked. a really incredible piece of songwriting. It's like, and I mean, spoiler alert, don't give a shit about kids or like parenthood in general, but this song is like a love letter to her sister who's going through pregnancy and like having her kid and it's beautiful. Oh. Oh, cry. So good. How about you, Aaron? What's yours? Yeah, so, um, do you remember the song, um, oh, Pink Pony Club? No. Pink Pony Club. I'm gonna be, be, be. Anywho, it's this artist, no. this artist, uh, Chapel Roan, mm-hmm. and she released, and Pink Pony Club was Pink my single Pony obsession, Club. like, I think last season, there was okay. one of my single obsessions. She released a new song called Naked in Manhattan. And I'm not kidding you, Mama. It that so has good. shown up on my goddamn algorithm and I haven't clicked it yet. It is so I've good. been holding off because I'm like, I know what you I know you want me to click this and you know that I'll like it. It is so good. So I'm not going to do that. Okay, well you better. But now talk you to me next week. <laughs> we'll see. Kelsey, what about you? Mine is actually a song that you recommended, Aaron. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, trying to learn. Um, the walls are way too thin. Yeah. Holly. Holly. I mean, we're, we're on the theme of like singer songwriters today. Sing a Literally love. Humber- Holly Humberstone. And every time I get in the car, I just like click play. It's mm. like, a, I don't have to scroll for a new song. It's like, I know I like it. Mm. Yeah. That album is like The EP? album, the EP oh. is great, but that song is like, mm. a, it's catchy. It just gets you. It's a familiar feeling. And she makes me feel feels, which I like. I love that one. I get to see her at Coachella. I'm very excited. Oh. <gasps> I'm so and tempted if we go to, to just... Uh, if we go to Live Rodrigo, oh, yeah, she's, she's opening. opening. When is Coachella again? April 9th. Uh, no, April 14th. 14th. 14th, 15th. damn it. No, it's actually 23rd. Still can't do it. No, it's actually the 30th. It's like the whole month of April now. It's like seven weeks. We'll chat offline. <laughs> <laughs> It's every week, Simon. God damn it. <laughs> what week works for you? We'll plan Coachella yeah. around it. Beyonce well, if they could come. do like late June. Yeah. That'd be good. You'd want to be late June in, in Just, it in would work. It would work. It would work timing wise for me. It would be minutes. You know, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> Just everyone bring an umbrella. <laughs> like, have some glass. 
You it know? is so fucked. Like, it's so fucking. That sounds like death. Even between week like, one and week on two, week like, one at Coachella. Like, look, they're ago. having the fucking World Cup in Qatar, so true. Like, just deal with, deal with it. Deal with it. This is We're our planet athletes. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelsey, this has been uh, a pleasure to have you. A goddamn pleasure. You will next time you are in Minneapolis. You're gonna have to come back at least once a year. We are gonna plan around yeah. it, and yeah. we're gonna find an album for you to review. And we're gonna not gonna up. zoom this. No, no never. No, I would never want to zoom. No, it's I'm too. Not gonna do it's it. too beautiful not the way we if, jam. If we need to, out. If we need to fly, out, fly on out, we're flying right. on out. Mama. Yeah, no, I'll fly out for That's this. Right. I'll expense it. The, this yeah. is our jam <laughs> session, <laughs> yeah. right? You sponsored the pod. Yeah, this yeah. is like, yeah. sponsored by. Put, the, it, yeah. put it on the corp card, Bobber Fly. Espresso will pay for it. That's right. Rectangle Pizza will pay for it. Oh God, I listen. They're gonna blow up after this. Their socks are gonna shoot through the roof. I fucking hope so. I'll take a free pizza or two because we know they're on the stock. Change that, that's that right. one that one that one restaurant in Minneapolis. That's yeah. right. Hey, shares are cheap. Get in now. Investing. Get in now. Get, get in now. Get in while they're low. Kelsey, um, I don't know if I'm legally allowed to give financial advice. <laughs> I hope not. This okay. is a, we'll this is off out. the record. We'll edit that out. Off the record, on the record. I okay. I couldn't. I honestly could. It's fine. <laughs> Kelsey, where can people find you if you wanted to find you? Um, at Kelsful. Mm-hmm. Right? Is my Instagram. I don't know what my Twitter is. You know. It's boring. It's like Kelsey Full <laughs> do you, PhD do you or something. Tweet? I think yeah. you have a PhD in your Twitter name. Probably. Because it's like Because it's she's profesh. respectable. It's so very professional. At Kelsey Full is my Instagram handle. Yeah. Uh, so do you just use Twitter to browse? Or do you, are you a Twitter? It's just for work. Just browsing work. Okay. It's for work. So I'm okay. like, hey, look at this paper I wrote. Oh, but, but also, if you are a Nashville listener and you live in the city, um, please reach out to Kelsey because I know that she's new to the city. And looking she, for friends. Looking, looking for, for friends. friends. Fellow concert goers. That's Fellow right. bopper flap listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're out there, Nashville. Come on, Nashville. <laughs> Come on. Simon, where can people find you? You can find me um, at the realist Simon on Instagram. Uh, if you want to follow my erratic. Uh, smorgasbord playlist it's, it's delicious thank you so yeah. much um it's i love this playlist and of course you have our instagram at bopper flop pod and then obviously for me it's at the Aaron. just look in the the podcast bio it's That's weird right. spelling i know but you'll get used to it yeah, something like my that. phone autocorrects now the Aaron your way oh. as, it, as should. it should as it as should, it should. You, you programmed that, you Apple. <laughs> Ever since I started Devious. working there, they said, ha, 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 yeah, we know what we're going to do. Yeah. I, I see right through you. Wow. Well. I love you both. It's time to close out the episode. Oh, my God. I miss you already. Kelsey, I'm just a phone call away, and you tell me to hop on a plane, I'm there. I love it. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye.